0: Hang on, do they need bollocking? Hello and welcome back to Widowed AF. You're here with Rosie and John Gilmoss. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> I've, never, <laughs> I've never introduced <laughs> us like that before. It, it seems
1: to be that long. I've forgotten what I needed
0: to do there. Also, I've never introduced us like that. Like, we're <laughs> Richard and Judy. <laughs> oh my God. Well, like, ever, ever, I think of always the uh, the matronly bra incident. <laughs> <laughs> that would happen. Right. Anyway, sorry. We are um, just here hosting a podcast about grief. Uh, anyway, this one is going to be just a quickie, which I'm trying to say with a straight face. <laughs> Why are we so childish? Um, because it's Sunday, and normally this episode would have been out on Friday, and we have an episode lined up to go out tomorrow. And if we don't put one out today, tomorrow's will be an even-numbered episode, and that can't happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are good reasons why, everybody. There are good reasons why.
0: Um, Not all of them, just me. Uh, It's to do with the the little small small gift we send. So we thought, the kids are outside playing, my parents are here because they've been down having a barbecue, and you may pick up the background sound of my brother playing a melodica in the corner of the garden. Because that's just how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually had a lovely day. We've not seen my parents for a couple of weeks, and um, the kids just adore them. So it's it's just been really nice. And John and and my dad particularly are getting on. They share a love of cycling, which is very sweet. Don't you? What
1: about the newfound love, shall we say?
0: Yeah,
1: rekindling.
0: He's, I'm wondering when he's going to suggest that you do the thousand-mile land-to-bike to gr- ride with him.
1: No, we've no. done 70 miles a day. Um, I'm the five.
0: But it's next June, and my dad is well. He will be 73 by then. I'm. I have some reservations about this, but um, my dad is is a. Uh, I mean, my dad will do what my dad will do, won't he? He will. Um, so since we last spoke to you guys, we had the first Woodstock, which was a bit of a tongue in cheek, um, idea about having a gathering of anybody who had, um, recorded and appeared on the podcast and it was really, really shitty weather. It, it, I just kept thinking 5th of August, at least it'll be fairly warm and dry, (laughs) (laughs)
1: the <laughs> one day, <laughs> it was it awful. day summer.
0: sandwiched in between glorious blue skies and sunshine um but most people made it anyway and we ended up having a really fun time and we huddled under gazebos and chatted and it just felt like a little bit of magic happened at our home and it was yeah it was really special it hang on I'm gonna have to stop because All I can hear is Tabitha Tabitha. screeching. (laughs)
1: Jesus.
0: So, um, yes, it was absolutely wonderful to spend time in the company of some people that I'd actually never met. Uh, Some of them I had, obviously. But I knew some of their most innermost kind of moments. And it was really, really something. And I think most of us had a bit of a moist, sorry, eye moment at some point. And um, there was lots of hugs, and yeah, it was just a really nice afternoon. The kids as well seemed to really enjoy being around other kids. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and uh, existing friendships sort of flourished, and, and new friendships I think were made. It, it was a really, really nice occasion.
1: It was. It was. I enjoyed the day.
0: The barbecue king, Mr. gilmoss uh, was on fine form. <laughs>
1: it's my it's my aunt's shield. I can hide behind the barbecue for a while until I'm ready to come and first new people. Yeah, well do you know what? it
0: is difficult. And you know, I I'm sure people think I'm probably quite confident. Um well, I was upstairs in the room, sort of flapping around, and, and you know, I can't do this like oh, I, I, the, oh, you know. Um and actually the second I walked downstairs and first guests arrived, uh, the nerves went away and you just feel this kind of unique bond to these people that's um, like nothing else I've ever known, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, mm. I really enjoyed it. And uh, Chris, get your application form in. Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, Laura Malin's partner, Chris. Um, he was an absolute no one coming on the podcast. And uh, um, by the time they left, they actually came back and had a coffee with us the following morning. We really got on so well with them. And um, he, he was definitely thinking about it. Um, I also keep um, poor Laura mailing keeps getting unsolicited sort of semi-nudes from me because at the party bear in mind I don't drink I'm the only person that managed to fall and sustain the most enormous bruise I think I've certainly ever had <laughs> um, fortunately no actual damage was done but I'm just so astonished by this bruise that poor Laura does keep seeing pictures of basically my bum
1: and, and no we won't be a just before anybody asks, that's a flat now,
0: OK? <laughs> you wouldn't like to see it anyway. It's very purple. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm not- no, you're throwing me off now. Hang on. Oh, actually, on so, Woodstock. So after having this little gathering at the house, we had so much fun and conversation turned to the possibility of making it an annual event, which we had already considered now, I don't think I would do it in my garden necessarily, because what we'd like to do is expand it out to people who are just widows or like the show or just want to come and hang out with us. So potentially we might look into um, hosting, I don't know, it'd probably be a marquee in a field to, to start with and um, maybe trying to create something. So we're going to do the costings and see how much it would cost to do it. Um, and how much the tickets would be, and make sure that they would be affordable. And then we'll sort of um, get get a little bit, gauge a bit of um, interest. interest from you guys and see if that's something you'd like to do. I, I think there's a, a magic in, in coming together like that. So I, I would be well up for it, but it would be a bit tragic if it was just me and John. <laughs> no,
1: we'd still have fun anyway. <laughs>
0: On the the subject of people that came to Woodstock, um, I am just going to say a special thank you to Liz Towner, who admitted freely that she doesn't listen to the podcast, (laughs) but I'm going to thank her on it anyway. Um, She appeared quite early on, and Liz tragically lost her husband to suicide, and um, also tragically a friend of ours lost her husband to suicide quite recently. The funeral was on Thursday, and Liz very kindly said that I could pass on her number because we all live quite locally. And um, she's already been a real source of comfort. And once again, that reiterates that need, to feel a sense of belonging, and for somebody to understand. And with suicide, it is a it's a, fair, a pretty unique loss. Um, it is, yeah. It so, is. yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody out there who's doing that, who's who's being a little bit of a guide to other people, and using their own pain to just send a little kind of lifeboat out to others. Also, we should probably mention this, that we are pretty deep into the summer holidays now and for a lot of our listeners who have children of school age it is an additional pressure and actually even if you haven't got children of school age you'll find that things like leisure centers and beaches and everything is that much busier so that can put a strain if you've got younger children or even if you're just trying to access things so the summer holidays is a bit of a it's a tricky one because you want to enjoy it we're repeatedly told that we only get 18 summers with our children and treasure every moment and everybody else seems to have done the most beautiful reels and sunsets and their children look so happy and they're matching in their outfits and it can be very difficult if you're currently frisbeeing an ipad or a snack at your child who's wearing the same pair of pajamas they've had on for three days because they just refused to change them and they've probably been out in them as well and you can feel like everybody else is having this wonderful glamorous life whereas the reality is that most of it is bullshit
1: <laughs> really. Anybody who says differently, I I, I I don't believe you. I know we've got kids are kids. That's that's what they're designed to do is to push us and yeah. test their boundaries.
0: And- yeah, and I think having them at home in you know, a you know I started off this holiday and I was really excited and I and I was loving it. I thought this is it. I'm such an earth mother. Look at me just relishing and having my babies at home. Then we went away, <laughs> um, and I was surprised unbearable it was lovely but we then kind of come back to this sort of no man's land because we are and and please don't hate us but we are going away again next week uh it, it was a clash of um basically other people's weddings but um we're very excited and slightly apprehensive but we are going away next week um And so with this no man's land of sort of laundry and then feeling guilty that you're not seeing the kids and trying to juggle doing a little bit of work and, you know, trying to maintain your own social life and uh, and laundry. Can we just discuss the laundry? (laughs) Laundry. And yes, you want to say these are the golden times and I'm really loving every moment and being around my my beautiful, wonderful family is magical. And of course there are bits that are wonderful, but a lot of it is really hard work and the mental and physical toll on us is, is quite a lot.
1: It is. It is. And at like the end of the holiday, um, that's a hard work. Yeah. It, it felt like a, t- like a tidal wave of just requests. Yeah. Um, and
0: they are quite young. I mean, particularly our youngest one, it's a, it's a particularly needy age. They're quite vocal with it. Um, and actually it was a holiday that was probably more designed for us. We were going to our friend's wedding and it was um, not much sort of entertainment for the kids on the island. So... This one we are going to we're going to Disney, so um, this one should be much. It's going to be a completely different experience. I've not been since I was at primary school. You've been, haven't you, more recently?
1: Yeah, the last time we went was um, well, just before Sarah got ill.
0: Yeah, yeah. so Hollywood, be what five?
1: Yeah, just probably a bit younger than that. to know, just four.
0: Just before she started just, school. Just before. Did fifth, you get yeah. in the uh, before she started and you had to do the school holidays or did
1: uh, you? Yeah. Uh, y- no, we went um, April, so I we went Easter. Oh, because um, that's
0: that's the other thing, isn't it? Bloody school holiday prices. So, you know, I feel like we're kind of grumbling about going on two holidays and for many people actually even going on a holiday with the prices escalating as they do in, in the holidays is, is unobtainable. But that also doesn't mean that going on holiday and having a moan about it is not okay. We are, y- It's allowed. Yeah. It, you can acknowledge that you're lucky to be having a holiday, but also that um, it, it's parenting in a different country isn't it yeah. apparently the the, the 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 I don't want to say the difficult bits of parenting because I, I I really I I do enjoy being a parent 90% of the time but it is it's a it is a demanding job and it's a 24-hour day job and although we are lucky to have each other I still think the ratio is off <laughs> <laughs> No, but no, we, I mean,
1: Monty's, Monty's really helping now. He yeah. really, really did hell when we were aboard her we last time. Mainly uh, when
0: he lost his phone.
1: Uh, well, yeah, but, I mean, isn't that true for the moment? Holly's <laughs> delight when she loses her scratch. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: brilliant. But we are going to definitely meet up with at least one um, of my uh, American-based widowed friends and uh, have a chat with her. So I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to just having uh, a completely different country like I, I don't really remember much about it um and i think seeing the kids is going to be cool so we'll bomb we'll spam you with pictures but we'll make sure that we keep some real ones in there as well we won't just give you the glossy instagram we promise <laughs> and,
1: and hopefully the internet will be a little bit better and we might be able to get an episode out
0: yeah, yeah that's the plan because we bought all these well mr tech has, has got some kind of cool um what would you got remote what you
1: remote lapel mics and
0: lapel mics that's so fancy so basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you are at home and or away and everybody seems to be having this amazing time and you feel that like you're failing as a parent or as a human being because all your mates are off in Mar Bay and necking cocktails and you can't go because you're a solo parent and... It's, it is really, really difficult. And if you are, as um, Lulu actually described it, as Frisbeeing, frisbeeing iPads and, and snacks at the kids, that's also fine. And I said to, to Lulu, because to, uh, she came over yesterday, which was really lovely, and I just said, you know what, <laughs> if we stay sober, sane and alive this summer, that probably is enough of an achievement and everything else is icing on the cake. And each year that goes by, you're able to do a little bit more. Or maybe you're not, but... Mm. The kids will remember the good bits, you know. I yeah. don't remember every day of the school holidays. We no. must have been shoved in a room with a... I mean, there was no iPads, but I'm sure we were just given a colouring book and told to crack and on. I can't
1: remember where or who said it, but just, the kids don't know how to be bored anymore. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a skill, be bored.
0: Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the worst at that myself. I'm really rubbish at, at staying still. Uh, I am going to wind up now I think because we probably pushed our limit with the with the kids but I will leave you with the thought that um my leg tattoo has been finished and um my dad has is <laughs> both me and my brother has a lot of tattoos and he's like oh you know for god's sake not another one and he um read the latin on it which says etime uh, which is uh latin for do not be afraid and it's forms part of the card that we had made that we send out to our guests and my dad thought he did latin and he likes to Mention this and he um, translated it into um, do not touch, which I thought was a bit <laughs> of a weird thing to have tattoo. <laughs> so I will leave you on that note. Um, we will be back on Monday. We have a wonderful and really, really powerful episode on Monday. It is coming from an American guest, Melissa. Now, listen with caution this episode, uh, she has been widowed twice. Um, and there is uh um al- uh, drug and alcohol abuse, and also um suicide. so please approach this one with caution um and listen you know just just be just be aware that it has some very difficult topics. I did cry recording this one. I just found it so tragic um and I think it will probably move quite a lot of of our listeners. We are here if you need us, you know, you can send us an Instagram or an email, and as Mr. Gilmoss will mention like and subscribe i don't like the way you said that,
1: that <laughs> like and subscribe but, everybody that's like
0: better, and subscribe.
1: That's um and it's getting a bit old now this joke I this will bit the last time i'll do this but <laughs> like won't. and subscribe okay
0: it won't so for both of us um take care of yourselves guys try and get through summer and we will be back with you well i will be back with you tomorrow with tomorrow's episode and the two of us will be back with you on friday we hope
1: goodbye everybody